Last week, you may remember, we had another parable, the parable of the sower. We saw that last week, Jesus um, described himself as way of analogy and parable that he's the sower. And he goes around, remember last week, and he sows his life, he sows his peace, his love, and he sows it generously. He doesn't hold back. He, he sows it on all kinds of soils, the good soil and the bad soil alike. And we asked ourselves the question this past week of what, soil, what kind of soil am I of those four soils? This week, we have another parable, and we learn that there's not just one sower, but there's also evil. That there's this sower who sows evil, and we know this from our lives. We know the evil that's easily seen in our own hearts at times. And we also know the evil that's easily seen out in our world. So using this parable of the wheat and weeds, I want to draw forth from it two principles, two spiritual principles. The first is this, don't sleep on the job. We have a situation where a field is full of wheat and weeds. That's not a good thing. You know, take it from a son of a hog farmer, and we have a lot of corn and soybeans that we raise to feed the pigs. When you have a field that's full of weeds and you get some wagweeds, it, it can do some serious damage. It's a mess. So the servants notice this, the field of wheat and the weeds, and in verse 27, they run to the master and they say, Master, did you not sow good seed in the field? Where have the weeds come from? It's like, how did this happen? There's almost a sense of surprise to them. In the next verse, Jesus gives the answer. He says, an enemy has done this. And he almost, you can imagine him just saying it kind of just matter of fact. Evil exists. The devil's real. And he's come to steal, to kill, and destroy, and cause a mess. It's important to highlight, I want us to highlight a, a, a point a line in the very beginning of the parable that's oftentimes it's glanced over. The text says this in the very beginning of the parable. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. The enemy came, sowed seeds of weeds, and then went off without anyone ever noticing because they were asleep. The servants who were meant to keep charge of the field had fell asleep. And it's very often that, that evil infiltrates and influences our hearts, our families, our world, subtly, through little seeds, little seeds of weeds that are planted when people aren't watching or we're not noticing when we've fallen asleep. Time goes by, run out in the field, and we see out in the field tons of, of weeds that have grown, and we're like, what the heck happened? This spiritual principle, I mean, a, there's many illustrations that we could turn to, to to drive this home, but there's one that came to mind right away. It's on, it's on a lot of people's minds right now with a recent movie that came out on 4th of July that a lot of people are going to see called Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom 
has to do with the, um, the, the, the tragedies and the prevalency, increased prevalency of human sex trafficking. It's like, okay, it's bad. It's evil. It's weeds. Like it doesn't get any worse than this. And as the movie has, has brought out increased conversation about it, increased aw awareness and conversations have been had, and, and those are good things and they need to be had, increased conversations and increased action. But here's, I think, what the parable proposes. How might this situation, how might, it, how might we be like the servants, the workers, where this is a situation where we come out in this moment, we're coming out, we're looking at the field and we see a field full of the weeds of the evil and we see the mess. It's like, how had maybe we and are we sleeping on the job in little ways in which the evil little seeds have been planted that's gotten to the point where we look out and we see a field full of weeds now? There's no, no question that there's been a slow drippage that can be seen over the last 50 years with the sexual revolution. Now the, just the increasingly pervasive usage of pornography of even more turning an accepted attitude towards it. There's a Harvard law professor who, who does a lot of study on this and study on the linkage between porn uses and, and trafficking and how she describes how it creates a hunger to continue to objectify, and it just creates a culture of, of, of now generations of, of age of, of objectifying the, of the other. Now she, she breaks down on, on the ways in which porn usage feeds in many different ways and how it feeds the trafficking industry. There was an author who had a piece in the USA Today earlier this year who, said, who says this, the hypersexualization of young children in fashion today, in TV, and on social, media, on social media is a worrisome trend that should be triggering, triggering a crescendo of warning bells. The question I think is, have we been hearing the warning bells over the last number of decades? Can we point to some of the tragedies of the sexual revolution and what it's caused? She goes on to say, the consequences of our complacency, the consequences of us maybe falling asleep, not noticing the little seeds of weeds that were planted, the consequences of our complacency to the sexualization of children are far raging and none more horrifying than the rise in demand for children in trafficking. This is an illustration, a horrible evil but points to a spiritual, a spiritual principle in general of the fact that evil usually happens in hidden ways. It begins small and it just grows and cultivates more and more until there's a full field of weeds and then we notice it. So the question might be for us in terms of this spiritual principle for us to apply now to ourselves and to our lives and those under our care is this, where might I be sleeping on the job? Allowing evil into my heart, into my home, even within my children's heart, 
Where is the enemy getting in, planting the little seeds of weeds where I'm not noticing? And maybe it's just because of the culture. Maybe I'm not even noticing that I'm sleeping because the culture just lulled me to sleep on this issue or that issue. It's just the norm. So I don't even consider it as an issue or a problem. And yet I might be sleeping on the job, not noticing the little seeds that are coming in as the enemy plants them. The first principle, don't sleep on the job. The second principle here I think we can draw from this parable is this. God is patient with evil. So notice in the parable, the enemy sowed the weeds and the workers see the weeds growing and they go and they ask the master, do you want us to go pull them up? It's like, we'll fix this right now. And the master, Jesus replied, no, no. If you pull the weeds up, if you pull the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. So let them grow together until harvest. And so that's, that's, a, that's a surprising response to leave it. God is patient with the weeds. He's merciful towards evil. And here's, here's, here's the point with this principle. That's really good news for you and me. Because our hearts, every one of us here this morning, everyone, we're, we're, every one of our hearts is a mix of both good and evil. That's in every one of us. It tangled up in your life and tangled up in my life is a mixture of both the weeds in the midst of the wheat. We are good, but we can be bad at times. We're men and women of virtue, meaning we know the good and we choose the good. And we're also men and women of vice, meaning we know the good and sometimes we don't choose the good. We're both the wheat and the weeds. And we know this, even weeds from our past that haunt us, that we're ashamed of, weeds that I just wish would go away, weeds that I struggle with that I wish would go away. Thanks be to God, he doesn't come in and just uproot us, but rather he's patient with us. The first reading we heard in the book of Wisdom, chapter 12, the 18th verse says, but though you are master of might, you judge with clemency and with much lenience you govern. He chooses to see right through our weeds and thanks be to God for it. And he's patient. So sleeping on the job is a big deal. It allows, it, it allows the evil one to come in and plant seeds of weeds. So the question I'm proposing that we spend time with this week as individuals, as, as, as parents of children, is, is to ask where might I be sleeping on the job, not even noticing evil coming in to sow little seeds in my heart, in the household, in my family, in my children's heart. And as we spend time with that and ask ourselves that question, we wanna remember that God is patient with us. He's merciful, he's perfect justice and perfect mercy. Thank <laughs> you.